Welcome to 6-Minute Stories, where you hear the writing of new voices and experienced writers whose submissions appear in the anthologies of the Personal Story Publishing Project. Now in Season 6, you will hear stories from our seventh collection, Twists and Turns. Find links to 6-Minute Stories and to the Personal Story Publishing Project at randalljones.com. Everybody loves a good story. We hope you enjoy this one. This story is read by the author, Finding Home, by Karen Luke Jackson. The first time I stepped into the Sanctuary in the Pines, a retreat center at Highland Lake Cove in Flat Rock, North Carolina, the place felt like home. Light from the afternoon sun streamed through its stained glass windows, spilling rainbows into the room's moss green carpet. I hopscotched circles of light as if jumping across a stream. When I learned a new community was being built nearby, I put a deposit on a small cottage. Several months later, the developer returned my money, explaining the Garden Hamlet project was on hold. I'd sold the home where I'd raised my children, and the dream of living near the sanctuary was no longer viable. So I purchased a 1950s ranch in a historic neighborhood in Hendersonville. With black walnut hardwood floors like none I'd ever seen and a vintage aqua tile bathroom, the house had a unique charm. To those who ask why, after 15 years I left that Druid Hills home, I say, the house kicked me out. Approaching 70, I'd toyed with the idea of downsizing, but was loath to leave. In spring, wild crocuses scattered by errant squirrels purpled the lawn. Greetings from bloodroot, green and gold, and trillium followed. From February, when Daphne's white blooms perfumed the air, until October, when fuchsia anemones turned into puffballs, the yard was a riot of colors and scents. While living in that house, I'd healed from my divorce and buried my parents and my only sister. In a room over the garage, cathedraled by four majestic oaks, I'd crafted poems and cataloged my father's World War II letters and diaries before sending them to the Smithsonian. But I'd also suffered from chronic sinus infections. Air quality tests identified the culprits, mildew and mold. Immediately, I shifted into overdrive. Every piece of fabric had to be cleaned or disposed of. Every stick of furniture washed down. Books trashed or recycled. Walls swabbed and coated with mold-resistant paint. A humidifier installed in the crawl space. After two grueling months, a voice began harping in my head. The house is pristine now. Why not sell? I called my son, a real estate agent, and told him to list it. Within days of that decision, a cottage that had been built when the Garden Hamlet project resumed came on the market. I decided to take a look. Walking into Sunflower, I was drawn to south-facing windows that overlooked a pasture where goats grazed. In my excitement, I failed to register the animal heads mounted to the cottage walls, deer, 
elk, and moose, or the taxidermied rooster perched on a water stand. If I had, I might have backed right out of that place. Something shielded me from seeing those trophies, inviting me to stay. Even though all the bedrooms were upstairs, not ideal for aging in place, I decided to buy it. The owner emptied my soon-to-be home of his rustic furniture and his hunting trophies, but left a memento, an antler chandelier in the master bedroom. My son assured me that no moose were killed in the making of that light fixture, that antlers are shed. Even so, I hung sun catchers, Celtic crosses, pocket labyrinths, and party favors on it until I could replace it. Through those same windows, I now watch bluebirds flit in and out of their box near my porch to feed their new brood. I scan the cottages that ring the pasture. Some appear empty, others occupied. Although designed as vacation rentals and second homes, almost a third now have permanent residents like me. When guests ask if the Garden Hamlet is an intentional community, I respond. I hope someday. On my walk, I pass a red barn recently restored and head toward the lake. When Catholics own the property, they call the 30 acres of water Madonna Lake. The next owner changed the name back to Highland. A statue of the Blessed Mother, her foot on a snake, her palms open skyward, stands sentinel over a terraced lawn leading to the water. Campers once sat here in rows, watching skits and joining in sing-alongs. It still feels like her lake to me. At the sanctuary, staff are readying for a healer recently featured on a Netflix documentary. He is one of many spiritual teachers, integral theorists, and mind-body practitioners who offer programs only footsteps away. Finding home has been a journey. Each location where I've tarried offered a unique bundle of gifts. Highland Lake is no different, and no place is forever. I will eventually move on. For now, however, I'm at home here, and when I see children race to the fence to feed the goats, I head to my refrigerator, retrieve a bag of sliced apples and carrots, and go outside to join the fun. Copyright 2022, Karen Luke Jackson. Karen Luke Jackson of Flat Rock, North Carolina, has authored two poetry collections, The View Ever-Changing and Grit, and her stories have appeared in journals and magazines, including Reckon Review, Nobody's Home, Moonshine Review, Emerus Journal, and Town Magazine. Karen also co-edited the story Mandala, Finding Wholeness in a Divided World. A member of the North Carolina Writers Network and the North Carolina Poetry Society, Karen draws inspiration from family stories, contemplative practices, nature, and clowning. Read more about this writer and background on this story in a special feature of Six Minute Stories called Author's Talk. Thank you for listening to another Six Minute Story. 
You can read them all in the seven anthologies of the Personal Story Publishing Project. Find the link to our online store at randalljones.com. That's R-A-N-D-E-L-L-Jones.com. There you can learn about submitting your own story for consideration for our next Personal Story Publishing Project. And remember, everybody loves a good story.